All right, guys. Welcome back to the BNC show. <laughs> New episode today. Here, I'm, I'm Bobo Bettle. I'm Cameron Cook. How are you doing today? <laughs> how, how are you? How are you? I just asked you how you work. Okay, well, I'm great. It's great. It's sunny outside, 81 it degrees. It is currently October 23rd, 81 degrees. Watch out. Wow. Tomorrow it's supposed to be a little rainy, but. A little rainy, a little chilly. We'll better put out the. Bring out your raincoats, boys. It's going to be cold. All right. Today we have a topic of the whole impeachment process and Donald Trump and all this whole crazy whirlwind news we got. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's looking crazy out there. It's, 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 it's wild. It's a whirlwind. Um, so I think so, first, oh, were you going to say something? Uh, I was just hoping you would tell us about what impeachment means. Well, thank you for asking. I'm about to tell you. So, in order to understand what's going on right now in our government and in our community, I think it's best to understand the whole impeachment process. Because, to be frank, I didn't know what the impeachment process was before government class. Did you? Neither, neither did I. I didn't know. What, I, a, what a just outrageous I thought, topic. <laughs> I thought that when you were impeached, you were actually like removed from office. Booted. However. Gone. Not the case. Not it. Not it. Ain't it. Ain't it. Ain't it crazy. Anyways. So the whole impeachment process starts at the House of Representatives, otherwise known as the House Judiciary Committee. New word to know that. Who are those guys? Yeah, who are those guys, really? (laughs) Who knows? So basically, the House of Representatives holds hearings. There's usually one person that starts this whole snowball effect. And so they begin holding hearings uh, against this certain official. They prepare articles against the official, kind of gathering details. You know, they have, like, testimonies, I guess, or something like that. Anyways, so they gather all the information they want. Then, still in the House of Representatives, they have a majority vote. And if the majority approves, then the House votes on this certain statement of whether they like if they want to continue this process and if the majority of house representatives also approves that then the whole shebang is sent over to the senate shebang the whole shebang (laughs) everything the whole cross t's i's dotted it's all sent it goes to the (laughs) senate and at the Senate is where they have the trial. And this trial is the impeachment. That is the whole impeachment thing. So after that, then he, they get removed. Okay, let me back it up a little bit. So. <laughs> Do you want to correct me? All right. I think you're on the right track, but a little bit off. Okay. So the House, the House of Representatives, like the – I have my notes right here. The House Judiciary Committee. Uh-huh. They hold hearings. Yeah, I talked about That's the that. impeachment inquiry. That's yeah. where. That's about at the point we're at with Donald Trump. Yes. And Good point bringing that up because I feel like a lot of our listeners, especially, yes, a lot of our listeners yeah. don't exactly know where we are. And we are currently at the inquiry process, if yep. you continue. And so that that House Judiciary, they hold, they hold hearings and then they come to I vote. said all this. Yeah, but you said that the that they are the ones who do the impeachment. No, I said the Senate does you the said, impeachment. You said two 
No, they do the impeachment. They he once the House majority votes, to, like if they majority vote, uh-huh. then he's impeached. Yes, but he's not. The Senate is just a trial. Okay, he's not removed from office. Okay, sure, sure. Okay, sure. And then so basically the trial goes to Senate, and then if a two-thirds majority vote that he should be removed from office, then he is removed from office. That, that's correct. I think that sounds right. You think that's right? I think so. Okay. Hopefully. Uh, yeah. We're, we're telling you this, but you know this is our best. You know, I, I think it's pretty solid. I think, like, if you were to know this knowledge on the street, you'd be pretty okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you were to listen to this and go to a class... I think you'd be probably get that. I mean, I'd give you even a hundred. Yeah. Do you want to start talking about how you like the reasons you could impeach? Because so, I don't want to be standing on the street and be impeached. You know exactly. You know, you know can anybody, anybody can? can? No, I don't think so. Huh? So it's really just people who hold office in Oklahoma, and the reasons that they can be impeached are for treason, bribery, and. High crimes and misdemeanors. Now that sounds a bit vague to me. Now, last treason one. and bribery, yeah, those are pretty easy to see. Treason They are is, defined in the Constitution. Yeah, they're defined. I mean, treason is defined in uh, Constitution, and the Constitution, Article 3, Section 3, Clause 1. And it says that treason against the United States shall consist only in levying war against them or in adhering to their enemies, giving them aid and comfort. No person shall be convicted of treason unless the on the testimony of two witnesses to oh. the same overt act or on confession in open court. And then bribery, that I mean, that's pretty straightforward. That's easy. You know, you give somebody something so they give you something in return. A little sugar for cup, some, you know, you know. A little sugar instead of a little spice, you know. <laughs> so, you know, you know, you don't want to go in jail. So, you give the judge a little something. So, he, hey, a not little, guilty. A little something, something. A little, something. To, a little, insan- a little incentive. A little incentive. Well, well, something under the table. <laughs> you know what I mean. I know what you mean. All right. So, now, high crimes and misdemeanors. That's the yeah, vague I one. I think that's, we really need to delve into that. That one's a little different because it's not really defined. You can't, I mean, you're not going to look it up in a dictionary. It's not the Constitution. It's not the Bill of Rights or whatever. It's not I think anything. they purposely made it vague. I mean, they just were like, let's confuse the heck out of everybody. <laughs> I think that's what and the whole so, government's plan is. Um, it's really, def- I mean, people would try to define it, but people take their little d- here and there and kind of, mm-hmm. you get what you can out of it. But it's so, like a cow. You're milking it for all it's got. Yeah. But it, Alexander Hamilton here, you know, he's, he's one of the people who read the Federalist papers and which number, uh, number, number 65. Oh, thank you. And he said that he explained impeachment, um, that impeachable offenses were those offenses which proceeded from the misconduct of public men or, in other words, from the abuse or violation of some public trust. They are of a nature which may with peculiar propriety <laughs> be dominated political as they relate chiefly to injuries done immediately to the society itself. Okay, kind of explain that. So, define, he kind of is just saying that Abuse, violation of the public's trust, so like kind of doing things shady. I think it's really under the just table. doing things you're not, you know, you're not supposed to. Exactly, do. you know, following kind of a moral code, and you're just not following that moral code. It's, it's real shady. It it's is shady territory. It is. So what? What kind of uh, 
So, an overall definition of high crimes and misdemeanors be kind of thing. Examples would be abuse of power, yeah. um, lying under oath, violation of the people's trust. Violation of the people. You know, that's what the president's supposed to be here for. And if you violate the people's trust, you got to be gone. out of here. Out of here. Three strikes. And out. so, those are kind of what um, it's defined as. It's really vague. I mean, and then again, it's not real defined because people have to vote on it. Yeah. And so. It's not outlined in a textbook or on the internet somewhere. So we really hope that, you know, the House Judiciary, they make the right decisions. Okay, now that that was great. Now that we have a uh, kind of basis on what we're working with, you know, the the cake. We need some frosting. We need the sprinkles. Yeah, we want want the goods. We want the goods. I think we should talk about... What's going on currently, right now, including Trump and the inquiry process and kind of how this whole thing got started? Because, you know, every day it's changing. So let's start off with the whistleblower. Now, Ukraine transcript or whistleblower? Uh, Pick your poison. We'll go with Ukraine transcript. I think that's the other one because it's kind of like maybe could be what kind of started this whole complaint. Yeah. Or, you know, you know. Well, the Ukraine transcript, I mean, the whistleblower case, the whistleblower Mm -hmm. document, that all comes from the Ukraine transcript. Yes. And so. And also some other things. Yeah. I mean, there, I mean, Donald Trump's always been under, under the fire, I guess. Under scrutiny. Yeah. Everybody's been trying to point fingers at him. Not many people like him. A lot of people like him. A lot of people hate him. People want him gone. People want him to stay. And so, that I mean, that that's the one good thing about this country is we get to have this great process called impeachment. Called democracy. And democracy that we can just figure things out, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. Okay. So, for the Ukraine transcript, which, surprised by me, Trump, the White House actually let, like, let it out. They yeah. had nothing to hide. You, uh, how about you tell us what, what things from the Ukraine transcript might be against okay. Donald Trump? Against Donald Trump? Or tell us what it was. How about okay, that? Okay, so the Ukraine transcript was basically President Trump rang up old, pre- old president of Ukraine and was like, listen, bud, this is, this is a summary in my words of what happened. He was like, listen, bud, you know, we've been doing a lot for you. We've been in quote, very, very good to you, end quote. And I just want you, he, Trump said that he just wants Ukraine to do a little investigation in his part, in his uh, rival, Biden, Joe Biden. And, but then it was a little shady. And towards the end, he kept pushing like, yeah, you better do this. And all this stuff, and oh, we should meet in Poland and this thing. It was kind of shady, don't you think? I, I think so. You think? Yeah. And it was just very obviously. It was this was not a word for word transcript. It was by someone who was in the room, and this is just kind of what they got like, picked up along the way. Um, but even still. He kind of just basically the whole thing was Trump asking, telling Ukraine all the good things he's done, and also mentioning how Ukraine kind of owes him. 
yeah, hasn't really done much. Um, and so him asking Ukraine to do some, a little, a little investigating. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I mean, in his defense, I mean, really looking at it, he was just being generous to you. To, from a different viewpoint, mm-hmm. he was being generous. You know, he's calling someone to congratulate him, tell yeah, him a good job they've done. It was very congratulatory. Yeah. I mean, one to some people, it was nothing, nothing around the corner, nothing, anything on the table. And the other thing is, the White House released it. They weren't holding anything away. They said, hey, you want to see it? Here it is. Boom. And for all we got to see, this is what we got. And so people got to interpret it their, their certain ways, see it for what it is. Um, okay, so now that we have that, let's dive into the whole whistleblower document. Because I feel like... It's a little. It's also too kind of not very known, or I guess so. Yeah. It's a little. It's a little, you know, behind the. Behind it's the not time. on the. It's not on Fox News. I'll tell you that much. No. You watch Fox News? Sometimes. Hmm. Nice. All right. <laughs> so whistleblower document. So basically, you may need to help me out on this because I'm a little rusty on this thing. But it's my understanding that the president had maybe done some things, and this whistleblower, who we do not know, the only things we know is that he is male, and was it that he works for the FBI or something like that? He's an FBI guy? I think so. I think so. But He's, he's someone in the White House. Yeah, someone in the White House, but I'm pretty sure he works for the FBI. But that information is very, like, it's scary. I would be scared if someone told, like, if I said something and then my, like, information got leaked out. It's very scary. Anyways. Anyways. So then the whistleblower complaint was that he was deeply concerned that the actions of President Trump constitute serious problems Mm. or violation against the law and all that kind of stuff. Um, And that kind of stuff. So I think the whole whistleblower document was just that he was very concerned. What do you think? Yeah, I think kind of the same. Um, The whistleblower is really looking at um, kind of what happened with the Ukraine and what's going on with Ukraine and Donald Trump, and in their eyes, kind of told it for what it was. Um, I mean, the whistleblower and Donald Trump's defense. I mean, looking at it, it was the whistleblower wasn't a direct witness. Yeah. I mean, they weren't sitting in the Ukraine transcript. Exactly. It's not like they're on, in on those phone calls. Say. Yeah, I mean, they're they're looking at it from what somebody else told them. Mm-hmm. It wasn't uh, things. I mean, when things get passed down line, stories get changes. Um, it's like that game of telephone. Yeah, details get mixed up, and you know we got well from what the truth is could really be way different from what yeah. uh, the whistleblower document is, and so I mean the whistleblower didn't even have uh, direct knowledge of the phone call, mm-hmm. and so they might not even support. They might 
not even support Donald Trump, and they are just don't like him and just want him they out. They could just be throwing gas. Yeah, on they fire. yeah they just are just adding heat to him just to see what might happen. Yeah, maybe I can finally get him out. That's probably what they're saying with with some maybe untruthful things. Yeah, and so, but I mean, you know, people are looking at it from that he's. Um, the foreign he's doing things a little different with foreign policy that he's having his personal lawyer go i mean go over there and talk to the ukraine president without really jurisdiction of anybody else it's really just him going and um people are worried that i mean that certain secrets of the white house will get released and that it's it's i mean it's uh it's a little scary for i mean I don't. I don't want one other country knowing all the secrets of America. Yeah. And so. I like that point. Yeah. Pulling up on that, let's talk about just a little side note of Trump pulling out aid to Ukraine. You know much about that? Uh, I know that Congress had passed mm-hmm. uh, a legislation that they would give X amount of money to yes. uh, Ukraine and aid. Aid, an aid for their military, mm-hmm. and then once all this heat goes up, all this stuff starts happening um, with this impeachment. Donald Trump decides to yank it out from under him. I think it's interesting that one point of view could be that he's putting pressure on the president of Ukraine. Don't remember his name. Pretty sure it starts with a Z. Maybe mm-hmm. could be wrong. Anyways, he's putting pressure on the president of Ukraine to do more investigation on Biden, which I think to me is kind of unconstitutional in a way because he's really hurting innocent people. My point of view is that he's kind of hurting innocent people by not providing them with aid that one Congress had provided. And two, it's just kind of morally right to help a country who is, they're using um, gases that have, or I don't even know if it's gases, but things that have been outlawed. Yeah, I mean, which, you you told them that you were going to lend a hand to them, yeah. and then just because you're starting to get under some heat, you're saying that they're corrupt, and you you pull what's out. Yeah. Your de- Donald Trump's defense was that, you know, why would you aid a, a corrupt government? Yeah, well, I then why are, my question is, there's such a corrupt government, you know all that stuff. Why are, why you, are you dealing with why them? Why are you helping them? Why are you on phone calls with them? Why do you have your, your lawyer going out to uh, talk to them? Yeah, I think that really uh, is very unsettling to me. But, I mean, I, we don't know the full story. Oh, we don't. We will We're probably, like everyone else. Really. We are everyone else in America. We don't know the full story of anything, really. So, I think that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, so, that's kind of where we're at right now. Yeah. Where we're at right now. So yeah, those are kind of the things that he's under fire for. Uh, people are saying that he's abusing his power, that he's um, using using the office for personal gain. He's not doing it for the country; he's doing it for himself. Um, they, I mean, abuse. So what are what are you have any other uh, impeachment reasons for impeachment that they're adding? Because his is not treason or bribery. It's no, all it's pretty under, much high crimes, and misdemeanors. high crimes and misdemeanors. And I think it's they're mainly like the violation of the public what I would think. Violation of the public trust. Um, that kind of whole situation. Abuse of power. Um 
I think that's really kind of where we're at. I do know that the House of Representatives is coming to a voting air like stopping point right now where they're going to vote. I think they said before Thanksgiving. Is that right? I think so. Um, so I think that's kind of where we're at right now. Do you have anything else to add? No, but I mean, if we can look at the history of the past presidents. Yes. So, I mean, three other presidents in the history, Andrew Johnson, Richard Nixon, and Bill Clinton were, are the only three presidents to have been uh, put under this impeachment. Andrew Johnson, people didn't like – people just didn't agree with him really because yeah. he he was with Abe Lincoln. And mm-hmm. when Abe Lincoln got shot in that theater, he wanted to take kind of take the country a different way than Abe Lincoln was headed. Yeah. And so – People, I mean, completely disagreed and weren't happy with it. He I thought think it was a difficult time, especially for him. Yeah, of course it was because yeah. it was during the Reconstruction 19, era. 1864 and all that time. Yeah, and so he wanted to change things and do things a certain way, and it wasn't the way that people were used to. And, and they the government, disagreed. it was very divided yeah, it was. at the time. So he that was just, that was tough. And then with Richard Nixon, we have the whole Watergate Act and the illegal use of campaign funds, you know, the hush money. Yeah. Um, this was in 1972. The so, break-in in the hotel. Yeah, not that long ago. And he was, the impeachment charges were basically obstruction of justice, you know, abuse of power, not providing, um, not producing documents. And once they started asking for documents, that's when he was like, all right, all right I'm, I'm out of here. Yeah, that's too much. Let's, I'm caught. And he resigned. He just resigned. So he, did. he didn't get impeached. No, but he was going to. But he, I mean, there was a good chance Yeah, he was. there was a good chance. And then the other one was Bill Clinton. Correct. And he was under fire for, I mean, he'd always been investigated during, I mean, his life pretty much. Yeah. And even before, like once yeah, he became before, president, there were some new. I mean, yeah. That's the whole thing about it. it's tough being a president because all of your history comes up and it's like everything. everything. Your life is under a microscope. And so. When he was going through court, you know, he was charged for that um, sexual harassment, perjury, mm-hmm. um, false, yep. obstruction of justice, ter- testimony. Yep. And so once they found out he was lying, mm-hmm. then that's when people were like, "Well, what else?" I mean, that's when you think. I mean, when someone lies to you, you think you think the worst. Yeah. Who? What else have you lied to me about? Yeah. And so with that, he ended up being. The majority vote of the House Judiciary, they voted him to be impeached. But later he went on to be um, for the two-thirds, try Mm -hmm. to get the two-thirds Senate, and they acquitted him. But then again, still, he wasn't removed from office, but being, I mean, still, a lot of people think he should have been gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's interesting is kind of the same charges of Bill Clinton. Many federal judges have been removed from office for this whole perjury charge. Which is interesting because shouldn't we hold everyone to the same standard, the president and federal judges? You should. But a point to mention is the only way to be removed from a federal Mm -hmm. judge is to like be removed. It's a lifelong thing. Exactly. So So it's kind of harder for the president because he has a shorter time span. So I think that's another good point out. A good thing to. But I think it'll be good to see how this plays out. Yeah, I'm really excited. You know the whole. We got some new things coming up. Yeah. Many different people are going to be 
uh, in that inquiry mm-hmm. being questioned. And I, think I think it's really important to pay attention to the news right now, especially oh, for yeah. younger generations, because yeah, because next year, next I year mean, it's voting season. Yeah, a lot of a lot of new kids will be voting next year. I I mean, I think the best thing is to be informed. It's not about really who you vote for, just why. Yeah, I think that's what you got to look at. I agree with that. Being informed is really important because you just you want to know what's happening and the choices that are being made for you. Exactly. That was what you just said. I agree. All right. Well, thank you for sitting here talking with me. We'll see you on the next episode Um, of the BNC Show. (laughs) Okay. We'll see you later.